all of you that have made your way out to the house of the Lord Hallelujah. in the rain. Praise the Lord. Let's continue to pray for those who are out. Vanda's Powell, she had to go home. To, she had death in the family. Amen. Let's continue to keep Minister Hodges and her family in prayer and so many others. Amen. Thank God for Facebook Live, the saints that are watching live. TV broadcast as well as our Spotify ministry. Amen. Thank God for all of our temple lights around the world. Amen. 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 Isaiah chapter 62. I'm at 61, I'm sorry. I'm looking at 62, but I don't want to be in 61. I did say 61, right? Yeah. Amen. All right. Isaiah 61, verse number 1. The Bible declares, you got it? Yes, sir. Isaiah 61, verse number one. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord in the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified can you say amen? amen you may be seated in the presence of the Lord oh Lord our God how excellent is thy name in all the earth. We praise him today, we glorify him. It is in him that we live and move and have our being. Amen. What a fellowship, Amen. what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, what blessedness, oh, what peace of mind, leaning on the everlasting arms. For you see, I'm leaning, I'm safe and secure from all along. I'm, I'm leaning. I'm leaning on the everlasting on. Anybody leaning on the everlasting on? Praise the Lord. There's it, it's, it's nothing like leaning on the Lord. Amen. God bless our brother today. Come on, let's honor God for him. Amen. He just come right in and just flow with the family. See, that's the way it's supposed to be. No matter where you go, if it's, if it's the house of the Lord, you, you should supposed to come on in and just blend right in. So we thank God for our brother. Amen. Brother, you want to introduce yourself? Hey, my name is uh, Brother Dawes Harrison. Now, I'm pretty known, Brother Lamar. Okay. And, uh, I 
I was talking to him, told him I wanted to come and fellowship and worship with y'all. And I'm just glad to be in the house of the Lord. And thank God he woke me up this morning. Praise God. Come on, let's give him. Amen. God bless you, brother. And uh, you're always welcome to come back and worship with us anytime you like. Amen. We'll be more than glad to have you. Yes. Amen. So good to see you. Amen. And so we are in this series dealing with, there's no telling what prayer can do. We honor our ministerial staff, we honor our mothers, our men, and our women, and our youth, our babies. We thank God for, again, Facebook Live, our TV broadcast, and uh, Spotify ministry. Amen. We salute all of our countries that are viewing right now. And uh, so let's continue to pray for all the saints. Amen. Amen. How many know it's praying time? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, can't, I can't say that enough. It is praying time. Amen. The Bible said that men are to always to pray and not to faint. And see, a lot of times we don't understand that fainting is not always you passed out on the floor. Amen. When you faint is when you become slowful, lackadaisical, you, you don't have no drive, no desire, no hunger, no thirst. It's just, it's just, you just, you just going through the motion. You know, it's just, I, I just know what to do. I, I don't, I don't, I don't have to necessarily participate. I just know how to act in church. You know, I, I know what to say. I know what to do. You know, I don't, I don't have to feel it. I don't have to mean it. See, that's when it becomes an act. Because there is no, there is no drive. There is no passion. That's the word I want. There is no passion behind your movement. See, you can lift your hand, but don't, but no passion. You can clap your hand, but no passion. You, you can sing with no passion. You can even pray with no passion. <laughs> Hallelujah, God. You can play the instruments. You can do whatever you do and have no passion at all. There is. There is no no excitement. There is no enthusiasm. There is no there is no sister Dana. We 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 are operating in a form of godliness. See, that that's that's the definition of the the form of godliness. It's it's a form. It looks like God. Yes, sir. I'm preaching already. It sounds like God. It can even move you. Like it's God. It can, it can attract the attention of someone. And somebody can even call it God. But it is denying the power thereof. When something is denied, it doesn't mean that it don't exist. All right. I see I got to work. When something is denied, See, somebody can deny you, but that doesn't mean you don't exist. You exist. 
See, when, some, when something is denied, that simply means, Sister Wanda, it doesn't, it doesn't be acknowledged. See, when you, in, when you are in denial of something, that means you don't want to acknowledge it. I mean, you, you know it's true, but you just don't want to take ownership. I wish I had help here. You, you, you know it's the truth. You, you, you know it's not a lie, but you will, you will pretend as, as if it's a lie because you don't want to face the truth about what's true. I gotta teach this. Yeah, y'all know I'm a teacher anyway, so I gotta teach. Uh, and uh, and uh, so it says it, it's a form. It's a form of godliness. It's a form of godliness. It's a form of godliness, which means somebody formed that. It's man-made. God did. Excuse me. God didn't make that. Uh oh. So what is it that we're trying to offer God that he did not make? Yes, 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 yes. What is it that we're trying to present to him that he did not have his hand in? We trying to offer him something that he did not require. See, we won't, we won't give him what he requires, but we expect him to accept what he doesn't. Your, your silence is my confirmation. Hallelujah. I've been preaching a long time. I, I, done, I done overcome that hurdle. I got, I got 31 years under my belt. I, the, 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 the silent treatments, that they, that they, they are confirmations now. <laughs> That's what they are. You understand what I'm saying? And, 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 the, and the Bible is very clear. They have a form of God. But denying the power, acting as if there is no power. So performers feel obligated to perform because they are in denial that there is power to cause them to do what God wants them to do. They don't want the power of God because the power of God, if the power of God does the work, they won't get no credit. And when you want to be praised and you want to be seen and you want to be recognized and you want to be celebrated and you want to be acknowledged and you, you want to be in the spotlight, you don't want the power. Thank you, Lord. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know what you want. You want the power to get the attention of the people. And once the attention is on you, I, I no longer need the power. I'll take it from here, power. Y'all been saying Hallelujah to God. God, God, uh, I, I need you to anoint me, but I don't need you to get the glory. The boy is preaching better than y'all. Huh? See, 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 you, 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 you want, you want, you want, you want the attention, but you don't want to submit. So you deny the power. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. The Bible says there's a form of godliness, but but denying the power thereof. Now here's the key: from such turn away. 
See, the responsibility is on us to stay consecrated and sanctified from such things. I wish I had help you. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the such things that we won't turn away. See, the reason why, hallelujah to God, we are being disqualified from being used by God because we don't want to separate from the such things. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible said, from such turn away, from such things, from such turn away. What's the such? Anything that wants to deny the power. Anything that wants to take the credit for what God has done. You need to turn away from that. Anything that's trying to bring attention to itself, you need to turn away from that. Want the people to worship them and not him. You need to turn away from that. Hallelujah! You need to turn away from that. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Y'all pray for me. I feel like preaching. Hallelujah to God. You need to turn from that. Anything that is flesh-driven, anything that is lust-driven, anything that is attached to the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. Turn away! It's designed to try to take the glory away from God. We need, we need to get our focus back. We need to get our focus back. We, 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 we cannot allow ourselves to be driven by distractions. <laughs> Lord have mercy. And sometimes, glory to God, your emotions can be the distraction. Sometimes our emotions can be the distraction that is driving us. You must understand, if something is driving, that means it has control of the automobile. It has control of the steering wheel. So it determines the direction you travel. So if your emotions is in the driver's seat, oh Lord. Oh Lord. And see, this is why we can't make progress. Because emotions change. Feelings change. Feelings are indecisive. I got to get out of here. That's why the Bible said we are to walk by faith. Yes, sir. Watch out, brother. I knew I had some help in here. Hallelujah to God. He said walk by faith and not by sight. Because sometimes your sight can be attached to your feelings. And this is why the Lord don't want us to focus all the time on what we see. Because our emotions will get attached to what we see. That's why you got to be careful what you hear when you are going through storms and trials and processes of life. Why? Because your hearing will determine how you feel about a thing if you ain't walking by faith. If faith is, if faith is missing, look for shipwreck. 
I wish I had help there. If faith, if faith is not in the midst of your decision, look for shipwreck. Expect regret. Oh my. So some people right now are walking around with the burden of regret. Regret is a burden. It's a it's a it's a stumbling block. It it, it, it takes you to a place called stuck. I wish I wish you had some help there. I said it takes you to a place called stuck. And a lot of times we are stuck because we are living in regret. See, regret will hinder you and cause you not to move forward. Because you're so busy wasting time trying to relive what's done. See, if it's already done, it's done. You can't go back and undo it. I wish I had help there. That's why it, it that's why regret is such a great hindrance. Because regret wants to keep reminding you of what's already done. Now see, how do you get somebody say, well, how do I get free from regret? Repent. Simple as that. Ain't that deep about it? We're going through all of these metamorphoses. <laughs> We're going through all of these changes. And, and, and we, 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 we having all of these, these episodes. All you got to do is just repent. Just sincerely repent. And so, Lord, I messed up. Yeah, uh -oh. I left, left y'all right there. See, 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 part of repentance is, see, really, repentance is responsibility. You understand what I'm saying? You, you haven't truly repented if you haven't wholeheartedly truly took responsibility. See? See? Some people think they repented because they blamed. Blaming is not repentance. Taking ownership of your part. So you, you, you can't give an account for somebody else's part. But you can take a responsibility for your part. And when you take responsibility, you enter into repentance. And when you finish repenting, God will give you the strength and the grace and the power to turn. <laughs> to turn. <laughs> and see, watch this. You ain't just turning in, as it relates to direction, but you also departing from regret. Get away from me. Lose your hope. You, you, you can't torment me no more. I've repented. Hallelujah. I'm going to sleep tonight. You ain't going to keep me up tonight. Say that the Lord rebuke you. Hallelujah to God. He told me to sleep. He told me to get some rest. Because I got something to do in the morning. Regret? You're not going to disqualify me from the will of God in my tomorrow. Yeah. 12 midnight. Yesterday's news is old. Something don't have to be years old to be old. That's right. 
You missed it. Hallelujah. When the strike, when the clock strike 12 on tonight. Hallelujah, God. Whatever happened today is old. See, we miss, we miss, behold, I do a new thing because we're looking for the new thing to happen years down the road. We don't understand that we see new every day. Well, hold on, wait a minute. The Bible said, new mercies. You see every morning. He gives you new mercies every morning. So today's mercy is new. It ain't Saturdays. Now, if you didn't use Saturday's mercies, that's on you. And another thing. God don't give you mercy to go sin. <laughs> Because I've got mercy for it. No. God didn't give you mercy. He ain't giving you new mercies to do what you want, to please the flesh. He's giving you new mercy so you can do his will. Don't you know it takes mercy to work for God? All the danger that you go up, the Bible said we are counted as sheep of a slaughter. We, he says, I'm sending you among wolves. Yes. 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 Amen. Thank you. It doesn't say. I'm sending you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. He said, I'm sending you out. And you're going to be among wolves. So I got to give you new mercy to protect you from wolves. your mercy is for, not to sleep with the wolf, not to get high with the wolf, not to get drunk with the wolf, not to come in partnership in deceiving people with wolves. I'm giving you mercy to stay away from the wolf, to keep yourself uh, 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 sanctified and consecrated and separate from the wolves. You don't supposed to be labeled and named among the wolves. Thank you. That's what mercy is for. Keep your keep your keep your keep your unspotted. See, he's coming back for a church without spot. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, 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 a lot of them spots are wolf spots. Ain't getting no help in here. Because see, when you hang around the wolf along a, a good while, if you hang around the wolf long enough, you're going to start smelling like one. See, every, every animal got a scent. And every person got one. Okay, I must go on the person with you. you your, your scent still smells. And sin got a sin. Yes, 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 All right. Yes, yeah, y'all don't like yes, the kind of I mean, I'm just telling you what the Bible says. Yes, 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 yes. I'm just the mailman. You, you, you be going off on your mailman like that, too? No, you be fussing him out, too? Rolling your eyes. What you looking at? No, he like, <laughs> your bill. 
You think that male, male man let male lady care about what you think when you bring them bills to their house and you rolling your eyes, don't bring no more bills. Uh, they ain't thinking about you, but that's what they get paid to do. They get paid to deliver your bills. And remember now, it's your bill. Ain't that. That's why they be smiling. In that little one-seater truck. Riding around in that ice cream wagon. That's what it looks like. You got no ice cream truck. It's like an old mail truck. They just buy an old mail truck and put some put some stickers on. That's right. Put a freezer in the back. And play music. Play that old circus music. You hear the truck before you see the truck. I'm going somewhere with this. You hear the truck before you see the truck. And, and we could be playing, doing something. We could be in the house. We could be sweeping the floor, cleaning up our room. But we hear that ice cream truck coming down the street. It's designed for you to hear it before you see it. So you can prepare when it get there. Wait a minute. Ain't nothing but sweets on that truck. Ain't nothing healthy on that truck. And what the devil would do, he will sound an alarm himself. Because he knows you got sweet tooth. And when, and when you have a craving, all of a sudden his ice cream truck will pop up in your neighborhood. You gotta understand that the ice cream truck strategically targets certain neighborhoods. The ice cream truck driver and the owner studies neighborhoods. They always go where children are. They are designed to attack the immature. Children represent immature. Satan wants us to stay immature. So we can always have a desire to eat off the ice cream truck. Where do I want to go? Brother, why did I want to go? Why did I want to go, brother? <laughs> I'm trying to help the church. That's all I'm trying to do. See the ice cream truck. Look, and you go to run it. Mama, Daddy, can I have a quarter? Can I have 50 cents? Can I have a dollar? Wanting people to fund your sweet tooth. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Don't want nobody to invest in your growth. Don't want nobody to invest in your development. Don't want nobody to invest in your good health. But you always want somebody to sow into your life in order to fund your sweet tooth. I did not know this message was going this way. The Lord is in control. There's no telling what prayer can do. See, I read the scripture for you last week over in the book of Luke, chapter 22. In verse 32, and uh, we bring this plane in for a landing. And uh, look at look at verse 32. 
31, I'm sorry. Look, look at verse 31 and then we're going to read verse 32. Luke chapter 22, verse 31, 32. Did you get anything out of this? Amen. Watch this. Notice what, notice what Jesus said to Peter. Luke 22, 31, 32. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Pay attention, Simon. Look. Observe. Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as we. Now, now, Peter, I need you to understand that Satan has a desire to have you. Now you, you you dealing with desire. Ooh. That's that's a uh, that's a combination of a, a a now this particular desire. I know the Bible says you know uh, commit the way commit your way to the Lord, trust also in Him, and, and trust in the Lord with all the heart, and lean not to understanding. And it talks about giving you the desires of your heart. But if you read that scripture over there. That all those scriptures and psalms, I kind of comment, uh, I kind of included proverbs in there because I want you to see that scriptures do go together, even though they're in different books. It, it, especially when you are conveying a message to the people, in all your ways you ought to acknowledge Him. That way you can commit your way to the Lord. You'll know which way is the Lord's, and then that's the way you commit to. But you don't find out which way is the Lord if you don't acknowledge Him. You see how that you see how they go together, and so and so the Bible talks about he he'll give us the desires of our heart, and people quote that and they run with that and they say God don't give me what I desire, but but if you read a couple of verses before that, it talks about commit thy way, commit your way unto the Lord, trust also in Him, and He will bring it to pass. So the desire is not really yours. If you commit your way to the Lord. It, his desire takes over. And so that means the desire that he brings to pass is his. Because some of our desires is uh, not God. Can't put it no plainer than that. Ain't no sense, ain't no sense in trying to call that an ace and a spade. <laughs> huh? So, so he says, but this particular desire deals with lust. Selfish gain. Satan desires he, his, his heart and his lust is to have you. Let, let, me, let me say it like Jesus was telling him. Satan wants you. Now, if you got some uh, self-esteem problems, you'll take that as a compliment. Right. 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 So a lot of times we let people in because self-esteem told us to. Oh, no, no, I'm going to take my time to be you, you, we, we ain't going to work past this because there ain't no sense in you keep falling for the overdose. People would take advantage of you. 
when 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 they know you 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 suffer from low self-esteem. Now notice, but see here's the problem. We looking for somebody else to deliver us from low self-esteem. It's called self-esteem. That's why, look, seeking validation is the wrong solution to low self-esteem. Because validation is still coming from somebody else. <laughs> why y'all don't want to, that's okay. I know I'm preaching real good. The Lord using the boy. That's okay, mother. It's, 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 it was, see, you, you, you can't be delivered from low self-esteem if you always looking outside. How did I do? How do I look? Now, we don't say it. We just post. Mm -mm. Lord, why you won't help me today? We, 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 won't, we won't say how do I look. We just post. And then we wait for the comments. See, that's what we do. That's right. Whether you, whether you, uh, Instagram or Facebook or whatever your profile is, whatever your your platform is, you, you wait for the you wait for the responses. Yes. You 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 went out of your way to look good. <laughs> see, see, you can look at some certain things and you can tell what a person's struggling with. You ain't got to go into no detail. You can just look at what they post and how they post it. And you can tell what they struggling with. Why? Just like these people post what they cook. And they got to have three full pictures. They got to show the world that they cook some eggs. I mean, Waffle House cook eggs every day. McDonald's and whoever specialize in breakfast food. Somebody cooking eggs every day. And you got to post your egg. I'm just saying, I mean, you, you can tell what they're struggling with. That's a, that's a, that's a person who don't believe that they can do something without somebody else's approval. So what are you expecting them to say? Nice eggs? I mean, they can't say they taste good because they, they ain't what they ain't there. <laughs> They're not there to taste test them. So what other what what other comment is there? Great job. Great job. You need to know how to cook. Great job. You either learn to cook or starve. Great job. <laughs> Come on. See, but see, it's 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 when I look at that, I'm like, wow, that's somebody that's struggling with low self-esteem. Change the look all the time. I'm like, what? That's somebody with low self-esteem. Because why do you have to keep changing your look 
If you don't like the way you look, do you not like the way you look? See, some stuff you can't make look good. Only God can. See, wait a minute. You see, you won't yield to his process to make you. Thank you for the mm -hmm. See, you won't yield. You want to keep looking good because you want people to think you are or where you want to be, but you're really not there. So you would rather settle for looking like you're there than just let God take you there. See, that's the problem right there. You want to look like you've arrived, but you know we're near the place. That's why you keep changing your look. Because you're trying to keep up with your feelings. Hallelujah. Woo! God, that was a word right there. See, you, you're trying to keep up with your feelings. So every time your feelings change towards you, you have to change your look. Never mind what God said. You know, the Lord told me something that blew my socks off. He said, what I created you, that's who you are. You would never be what I did not create you. I don't care what you do. I don't care how you change. I don't care what you take on or what you take off. You would never be what I didn't make you. What are you doing? He said, and what I made you, I made you that on purpose. And you would never fulfill my purpose outside of what I made you. See, you got to remain in what I made you. You got to remain in who I made you in order to fulfill what I made you for. That's how you fulfill the purpose and the will of God. Stay true to who he made you. And don't rush becoming what he made you. I told somebody the other day, I said, I said, I'm 45 years old. It took me 45 years to get here. Think this is what I said. Hallelujah. I'm 45 and it took me 45 years to get here. See? See? See, I, I couldn't have got here no sooner. Why are you in a hurry to be grown? When you 10, why are you in a hurry to be 21? Because you won't be 21 until you get 21. Okay, throw that over there on the other side of the fence, Austin, to the spiritual side. You know you ain't walking on galaxies. You can't even take authority in your room. Why are you trying to portray to people that you got all this power when you were just five years old? Well, people see it. People see this on my life. Who they from? Because anybody that will push you to become what God has not authorized you to be yet is not looking through the lenses of vision. Though it tarry. See, that's the talk of vision. Come here, Rebecca. Come here, Rebecca. They don't, they don't listen to me. They'll listen to you. Rebecca. Rebecca says, write it out. Make it plain that they that read it 
write it out on tablets, write it out on tables, put it where it can be seen, and make it plain so that they that read it will run, which means they will take on, they will get busy manifesting what the vision requires. tell you why. Because it is not the material that God needs to get rid of. Mm. It's the people. Don't you know that there's lumber that's stacked heights unknown at 84 lumber right down the street. Lowe's and everywhere else. They got lumber, they got steel. Go ahead, Austin. They got everything. They got cement and concrete. They got asphalt. They got the material to make whatever it is that needs to be made. It's stockpiled in a place that specializes in material. It is not the material that the vision is waiting on. See, y'all. I wish I had some help in here. It is not the material that's holding up the process. It's the people that won't look and see the vision and get in alignment with the vision. Or visionaries. People that are supposed to be visionaries are blind themselves. Or haven't written out a vision. Yes. So you gotta have a vision. God has to give you a vision. Yes. If you're gonna write it, what you gonna write? If you ain't got no vision, what you gonna write? You gotta have something to write. And then if you if you don't write nothing, people can't see nothing. See, that goes both ways. But if there is a vision, okay. Somebody ain't looking. But see what it is, we come in the houses of God with our own vision. Uh oh, amen, amen. We come in, we come in the house of God with our own vision, and we expecting the ministry to fund our vision. We want to meet with the pastor so that we can share with the pastor our vision. The Lord sent me here, uh oh, to help you. Wait a minute. Now, now watch this, watch this. The problem that I have with that, if God sent you to a ministry, he ain't sending you to a ministry to help me help you with your vision, and then you don't never help with the vision of the house. Some people come and they say, well, uh, you have the power to put me in the church. Okay. Wait a minute. I'm just, can I be transparent with y'all? We having a good time, ain't we? Look, the Bible says, the Bible says, don't it tarry. Don't it tarry. Don't it tarry. What did it tell you to do? Wait for it. Don't rush it. Don't take matters into your hands. Don't do what you want to do. 
The vision has already told you what it is. So I've had people say, you got the power to put me in a church. I do. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I do. I thought I supposed to do what he tell me to do, not what you tell me to do. See, that's the problem. When you don't know who you are, and you don't know your lane, and you don't know your authority, that has been given by God for you to do only what he tell you to do, you will take what God give you and you will begin to do stuff for people because you feel you can. And then you sign off on what they're doing. And what if they go out here and make a mockery out of the body? You signed off on it. It's your name on it. Hello? You sign off on that. When they when they look at it, they're gonna see my name on that. He did that. Oh, he signed off on that. So I don't listen, I don't have the power to do anything that God don't allow me to do. Amen. Amen. No. Amen. I run from people. I'm literally anybody who don't pray and just make decisions and do what they want. I run from them. I run from them. Because they trouble. Amen. Wherever they go, trouble gonna follow them. Yes. Confusion gonna, gonna follow them because they are going out without authorization. That's right. Amen. And 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 why <laughs> he, he said Satan desired to have me. He said, he said, Peter, Simon, 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 Simon. I'm bringing it to a close. We done. Simon, because I done preached. Simon, Simon, watch this mother, Satan desires to have you, that he might sift you, that he might sift you. That word sift means to decrease to power. Satan wants to bring you to nothing. So much so, watch this, when you sifting, you are separating the good from the bad. So when God takes you through a process, he wants to pull out of you that which is not him. But when Satan takes you through, he wants to pull everything out of you that's God and leave everything that is useful, useless, or is worth no value. So that's what he wants to do. Satan said, Satan said, I want to, I want to, I want to sift you so, so fine to power, to where you won't have no desire, you won't have no faith, you won't have no power, you won't have no desire, you won't have no drive, you won't have no enthusiasm, you won't have no get up and go, you, you won't operate in obedience, you won't operate in willfulness, you won't operate in faithfulness. I want to take all of those attributes out of you. So you won't be able to go for God. And then if you do go, you going in you. Lord have mercy. The Lord ain't leading you. You going. And so when you show up, there ain't no power to fall. Because you ain't got no power in you. That's what he wants to do. He wants to sift you. He wants to make you like power. Leave you in a power for somebody to come and kick over. 
See, you know, <laughs> brother, I can't get no help. You ever seen the little ant mouse? And you know, sometimes you just play and kick them, and then the ants come out all irritated. See, that's what the devil wants to do. Turn you into power. And then when people start playing with you, it make you irritated. <laughs> you can't do nothing with Revelation. Hallelujah. Revelation comes from God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And see, that same scripture right there. See, that's why, you know, look, the one thing I realized, when I study the Bible, the Lord gives me revelation. So, so, so that's one of the gifts of the, of the apostle, by the way. He gives you revelation. He will let, allow you to see what other folks skip over. That's why some folk can't get with you when you're teaching, because they don't see it. And just because you don't see it don't mean it ain't that bad. But then, when you get to a place that you feel you've arrived as it relates to understanding the scriptures, can't nobody tell you nothing no further. And the Lord can't show you no more because you feel like you've gotten it. So you become the measuring stick. Not the Holy Ghost, you. See, sometimes you got to preach the thickness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Brother, sometimes you got to preach through thickness. You can't be intimidated by people's looks and people's silence because they don't want to get with you because they don't agree with what you're saying. Ain't nobody studying you. I'm trying to get a message to a person that understands that where I am, I need clear direction. And I don't need your opinion about what I'm going through. I need to know what God says about it. That's what I need. And here it is. He wants to grind you up. I'll be back. I'll be back. Grind you up. I don't know what the Lord had me preaching next Sunday. I, I don't know if I'm going to be here. He gave me a message, but I don't know if I'm going to be touching on this too because we're in this series or it's going to be a combination of what. I don't know. I'll just, I'll flow with him. Amen. Amen. It's it been working for eight, it went working for 31 years, so I ain't no sense in changing it now. Now here it is, because the Lord knows what the people need. <laughs> amen. Amen. And then, amen. Here it is, here it is. Satan desires to have you, that he might sift you as we. But I pray for you. That's what Jesus said. He said, but I pray for you that your faith fail you not. He said now, he said now, Satan desire, man, good gracious. He said now, the desire to have you is present, but Satan don't have you presently. He don't have you because you with me. <sighs> okay. Satan desires to have you. Wake up, church. Satan desires to have you that he might sift you like we. He desires to have you. So the statement, he desires to have you, that would suggest he don't have you. It's the desire of his to have you. But having a desire don't mean ownership. 
It's just a desire. So Jesus said, but I pray. In spite of the desire of Satan, he does not owe you. Even though you are going to allow him to use you to speak against my father's will for me. Wait a minute. Because y'all forgot all about that. Because it was Peter. If you keep reading, the Bible said, Jesus said, you're going to deny me. Peter said, uh-huh, not me. I'll go wherever you go. Wherever you go, I'm going. I ain't going to deny you. Not me. Before the cock crow three times, Peter. I can't get no help at here. Before the cock crow three times, Peter, you are going to do exactly what you just said you would never do. But I want you to know that I've already prayed. But even in the midst of your denial, I've already prayed that the desire of Satan will not come to pass. So God can deliver you even out of your own denial. Because if God don't deliver you out of your denial, then your denial will open up the door for Satan's desire. Man, I don't care what y'all say. This is good preaching. See, that's what opens up the door for what Satan desires to do. We get caught up in denial. And we allow Satan to come in and do exactly what he desired. Yes. And Jesus said, I've already prayed. Don't let my prayer be in vain. I can't get no help. See, his word can't return back void. So that means that the prayer will be answered and the manifestation will be fulfilled, but you can miss it. Because somebody else will get your blessing. Somebody else will get your opportunity. Somebody else will get your door being open, and they'll walk in and do what God tells them to do. Don't you know that there are people right now that are working and doing a work that somebody else got rejected from? God gave somebody else the assignment, and they wouldn't do it. He gave them the work. They started out well, and then they took a detour. Got caught up in the wrong stuff. I wish I had him. And they allowed themselves to be disqualified and given over to Satan's desire. And so it disqualified them for what God prayed for them for. And they chose what Satan desired instead of what God ordained. And they got fired. And the Lord brought in somebody else. And they've been doing it ever since. Amen. I'll prove it to you. I got a Bible. Oh, excuse me, Saul. I told you to slay all the Amalekites. I told you to get rid of Agag, didn't I? Didn't I tell you to do that? And you spared the good stuff. And you, you kept all the good stuff. But you didn't slay everything I told you to slay. And I told you to kill everything. 
What happened? The Lord rejected him. Told Samuel to fill your home with oil and go down to Jesse's house. That I have already prepared a replacement. He's keeping the sheep in his father's house. And I want you to go down there and I want you to anoint him with oil. Because I've already called him. I've already appointed him. I've already ordained him. He just needs to be anointed. And David was in his father's, father's field, keeping his father's sheep. Ruddy, hairy. I wish I had him. Didn't look like a king. Hallelujah. He was a keeper of the sheep. And the Lord replaced him with somebody who didn't look like a king. It went over. Y'all ain't saying that. See, your replacement ain't gonna look like what they replacing you to do. That's why you need to be delivered from your self-esteem issues. Because you yourself can disqualify you. You don't need no validators. Validators will cause you to fall quick and hard because they'll begin to praise you and you begin to feed and get high and intoxicated off of somebody else's praises that don't belong to you anyway. People showing up to see somebody because of their name, because they're popular, they're famous. And heaven say, I ain't behind them. I don't know when the last time I got glory from them because they've been getting it on. Y'all ain't saying that. Prophecy has taken precedence over God, the gospel. We don't preach no more. They prophesy for 45 minutes. And hand you leftover sermons. And then folk turn around and sow $1,000 because the prophet said so. Sure did. And the Bible talks about how they, they, they are supposed to be watchmen. And they sit there like an old watchdog with no ball. See danger coming and won't ball. Won't warn the people from nothing. But that's when Isaiah said, we got a problem. <laughs> and spare not. Lift up your voice. You know how loud a trumpet is? We don't supposed to be silent when we warn the people. Hallelujah, God. We don't supposed to be passive when it's time to cry against sin. We, we, we don't supposed to be silent. I don't care what the government is passing. Our trumpet should be even louder. Here, our children are in trouble. And nobody won't sound the trumpet. Problems, problems you will have That's right. when you stand for God. That's right. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jesus said they're going to hate you because of me. I pray for you. I got to get out of here. I pray for you that your faith don't fail. It is, it is your faith that he's after. He wants to sift you to the point to where you don't even walk by faith anymore. Yes, sir. Look at what's going on. 
the Bible says in the last days there will be a great falling away. And, and over there in Timothy, he says, he says, in the latter times, many shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devil. What do we see? People are, how can you depart from a faith that you know works? How can you leave a God that has worked countless miracles in your midst? How can you walk away from the church that prayed you to the place you are now? How? How can you leave God and think the devil will treat you better? How? How can you have tasted? I'm in your Bible. Of the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. How can you taste it of such great salvation? Hallelujah to God. How can you have seen the move of God and the miracle? Who has bewitched you? How you allow yourself to be bewitched? How you allow yourself to be so far removed? That's what Paul asked the church of Galatia. How are you so far removed? Believe in another gospel. When we have taught you Jesus Christ, him crucified, we have laid the foundation. How? What happened? Who's responsible? You did run well, but who did hinder you? What happened? Jesus said, I prayed that your faith fell not. What are you doing talking about God ain't real? What? What? Who told you that? What do you mean God can't deliver? What do you mean they too far gone? What do you mean they too far out there? His arms are not too short. That he cannot save. His ears are not too dull. Hallelujah. That he cannot hear. The song I said, if he got to reach where he He got to find a shyness. That's how I don't say. Hey, you got to find it. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. I got some witnesses in here that he'll reach way down. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. You could be in a place that don't nobody want to try to even reach you. Hallelujah to God. But Jesus will reach you. I don't know. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I know I'm not the only one. As I bring this plane in for a landing, but I need somebody to bear witness with me to tell somebody that He will reach way down. He'll come and get you. You don't have to stay lost. You don't have to stay bound. You don't have to stay under. He'll raise you up. He'll save you. He'll, he'll redeem you. He'll, he'll deliver you. He'll, he'll set you free. God can. God can. God can. God can. He can. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Hallelujah. God can do it. Hallelujah. God can do it. He can do it. I said he can do it. He will do it. He'll save your soul. He'll keep you.
you. Hallelujah. He has covered you. Hallelujah. He has shielded you. He has sustained you. He has provided for you. He will raise you up. He will heal your body. He will keep your mind. He can save your son. He can save your daughter. He can save your whole house. Don't you lose your faith. I come to tell you, don't lose your faith. Don't let go of your faith. Hold on to what God said. Hallelujah to God. Knowing whom you have believed. And he is able to keep that which you have committed against that day. Hallelujah. Commit your way to the Lord. And he'll keep you. He'll order your steps. He won't let you go too far to the left. He won't let you go too far to the right. He won't let you make the wrong decision. And if you have, he can forgive you so that you won't be bound by regret. Oh, yes. He comes to set you free today. You will not walk around no more. All bound and, con and, con and condemned and walk around in condemnation, God's going to set you free. Who the sun sets Yes, Lord. Who the sun sets God will give you a deed to your freedom. And when God gives you a deed, don't you use it as collateral. You hold on to it. There's nothing that's worth you losing your freedom over. Because you knew what it took to get freedom. When you think about it, all the stuff you had to go through in order to be free. Sometimes you had to walk away from some people. You had to walk away from some things. You had to make some changes. Yeah. Freedom costs. Hallelujah. It costs. But it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Ooh. Oh, I feel the glory. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. There's a level of freedom in the room. I don't know what you need freedom from, but God is here to set you free. Touch the Lord. Touch right now, God. Move in the spirit. Set your people free. Hallelujah! Oh, oh my Destroy every yoke, God. Break the shackles. Break the chain. Loose the mind. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Help us to hold on to the faith. 
Help us to stay, God. Help us to stay. Help us to stay true. Stay connected. Stay rooted. Stay grounded. Stay bye bye now. Just take a minute and I'm asking. Thank you, Lord. Oh, he's moving right now. Yes, Lord. Give him what he desires. According to his according to your will. Glory to God. Glory to God. Work it out for him. Work it out for him. Work it out for him. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Keep our bodies healed. Keep us protected from germs, sickness, and disease. Dangerous things and unseen. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name. Save somebody. Reclaim the backsliders today. Let them call on you, Lord. Say, Lord, take me back. You're married to the backslider. And you're willing and ready to forgive all matter of sin. If they just confess with their mouth. Believe in their heart. God, we raised Jesus from the dead. They shall be saved. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We count it all done. It is in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Come on, give it a break. 
as he was yesterday. And he'll be the same tomorrow. He's still working for you. Hallelujah. He's still saving souls. He's still filling with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He's still healing families. He's still mending broken hearts. He's still delivering from drugs and alcohol. All that of addiction. God is still moving. Even in the midst of all that's going on in the world, he's still sitting on the throne. He's still in control. They can't do no more than what he allowed. They're working for his will. I wish I had that. I said they're working for his will. God's will is at work. It's at work. They talk about shooting stuff down, balloons and all this kind of stuff. It, it, God is at work. Because we want, we want returns. <laughs> the Pentagon ain't the solution, church. Thank God for the military, but they, they can't fix this. The government, thank God we need government, but the government will be on his shoulders. Jesus will be exalted. You can't keep kicking him out. You're going to need him. You're going to need him. You, America, you are going to need him. Oh, yeah. You, 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 you excluded him all these years, but he coming right back around. You're going to have to call him. You want these shootings to cease? Call Jesus. You want children to quit shooting children? Call Jesus. You want countries to stop being at war? Call Jesus. Hey. Oh, I gotta get out of here. You, 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 call Jesus. You want the church to get back in line? Call Jesus. Call Jesus. Call Jesus. And they, the, the old saints said, if you call on Jesus, he will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's a prayer-assing saint. He will. He will answer for You can call him in the morning. He will not. Yes, Call him in the middle. He will not. Yes, hey. All you got to do is call him. Call him up. His line is never busy. You can call him up and tell him what you want. He's available. And he's ready. Saints, we have the advantage. God's people got the advantage. Because we got Jesus. And Jesus got everything. We got the one that got everything. We got the advantage. He don't count on a thousand hills. The silver is here. The gold is here. 
everybody here. The earth is the Lord, the food is the earth, and everybody in it. Yes, sir. <laughs> the world is even here. Yes, sir. Even though they ain't even worshiping him right now, but they will. Yes, because the Bible said that every day. Yeah. Shall not. Shall not. And every time, yes, go have to confess that Jesus Christ. Desires to have us that he might sift us like wheat. Jesus said, Not so. It ain't going to happen. I didn't create you so that Satan can sift you. I create you so you can do my will, so you can serve the Lord. Come on. Come on, baby. God didn't call you to be power. Amen. 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 He ain't calling you to be power. That's, right. That's what Satan wants to do. Sift him like power. Right. He ain't calling you to be power. 
He called you to be a people that have been called out of darkness into the marvelous light. us to be an example yes. a living epistle yes, on what he can do. Thank God. Thank God. I enjoyed myself. What about you?